No. Okay. It's cold. Okay. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so I'm so ready for the spring, but um, nonetheless, that's that's neither here or there. Okay. Well, um, let's go ahead and get started. And welcome, one and all, to another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Now, I have to say. I am absolutely thrilled. Uh, many of you may have known that we just hit 33K ears on the podcast. So huge thanks and kudos to all of you that have been listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, um, resharing. I know it was our last recent episode that many of you were excited about. And I think that you will be as equally excited about this episode. So on today's show, we have Mr. Lewis Carr. And let me tell you, people, this is a special one. When we think about an icon and someone that has really not only dedicated to themselves, dedicated themselves to individuals professionally, but also personally, Lewis Carr comes to mind. Lewis has dedicated 37 years to BET, serving as the president of media sales for the past 21 years. And throughout his tenure, he has really revolutionized the multicultural space, generating over 10 billion in advertising sales to brands such as Procter & Gamble, McDonald's, General Motors, Facebook, Apple, and the list goes on and on and on. Beyond his professional achievements, Carr has really committed himself to youth as well as community through the Lewis Carr Foundation, which has provided 270 paid internships and facilitated 62 plus alumni securing full-time positions in the industry, which is really amazing. His latest venture, Waymaker, aims to provide guidance, wisdom, and inspiration to individuals seeking personal growth. And I can definitely tell you all that I would encourage you to check out Waymaker website from Waymaker Journal to Waymaker Men's Summit and the Blueprint Connect podcast. There's so many different things that are currently happening and that I'm excited about. When I talk about brand building and brand leaders and also legends in the industry, we don't use that term loosely, but we use it rightfully so. So with that being said, Lewis Carr, welcome to A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. How are you doing? Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, the pleasure is mine. I love that. Yeah. You know, I think from the outside looking in, so many people um, see you going and moving. And, you know, the honest truth is, Lewis, I don't think we'll ever be able to catch up with you because what a lot of people don't know is that you actually ran track and field, literally. I want to know how much of your track and field background and mindset really um, has contributed to the way that you approach business and life? You know, that's a good question. Uh, one that has rarely been asked of me, uh, but a lot of it does kind of go back to my foundation uh, of an athlete and running track. Uh, first of all, the understanding that uh, as a track athlete, you compete individually, but it's a team sport. So that your performance uh, really contributes to the overall team, which helps you make and understand that whatever you're doing, it is bigger than yourself. It's because if the team doesn't win and you do win, eh, it kind of takes a little bit off of it. So uh, that was a basic fundamental of understanding how track is impacting what I do today. But I think when you think about 
how I do a lot of different things, it comes back to building capacity, or as we said in sports, building endurance. So, and it's a, a continuing growth. I don't know if you've heard the story that in my office in New York, on the glass uh, exterior wall, I have the word growth uh, in 24 inch letters there. And mm -hmm. people pass by it every day and they just stare at it. Now, because I'm in charge of revenue, they assume that it's all about revenue. That's not what it's about at all. It's all about the growth of life, who you are as a person, how you think, how you contribute, how you influence, and how you impact. So I guess when you think way back to when I ran track, it does have some influence on where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, I wasn't trying to give away your secret sauce. I'm just like, we're never going to catch up to it's no way because you have you have an endurance mindset on another level. So um, that's amazing. I appreciate you bringing up the word growth, because I think that especially since 2020, we've been really hearing that word so much um, internally and externally, whether you're a brand or an, or an agency. And a lot of that comes from uh, just the overall climate that we're in. We know that we're still in a state of economic recovery. What would you say is the best way to approach a growth mindset without losing the art of storytelling? Because so often, sometimes, especially brands, they are focused on growth to where, yes, we all want to make sales. And especially when it comes to products that we're trying to sell. But through doing that, you can lose the art of storytelling. So what advice would you give to marketers out there on really being able to find that perfect balance when it comes to storytelling and also driving growth at the same time? So I would reverse it. I think great storytellers do get growth. I don't think you can get growth without great storytelling because as brands evolve, you have to be able to communicate to the consumer why it's important that you choose them versus somebody else. So the importance of storytelling will always have center stage. You know, you've just got to make sure that that storytelling tells the right story to the appropriate consumer. And that's where that sort of targeting message goes. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. I think that sometimes the emphasis is focused on driving sales and conversion, and you don't want to lose sight of that. And I can say as a social media executive, I loved being pushed with it a little bit more because we were always focused on brand love for so long, but now it's really driving that bottom of the funnel uh, approach. So that's important. You know, I forgot to mention, and I have to mention this, this season we partnered with Ad Color, and I'm super excited to be partnering with the Ad Color Conference and Awards because they are the reason why I am here today. Now, in 2015, I was the Rising Star Award, and last year I was nominated um, as the 2023 Influencer Creator Award. So really excited about that. Lewis, you are not only a two-time, um, not even nominee at that, but you're a two-time honoree. In 2012, you received the Ad Color Legend Honoree Award. And in 2022, you received the Lifetime Achievement Award. Really big awards. Can you walk us through your Ad Color story and experience? 
Well, uh, first of all, I am uh, so proud of uh, Tiffany Warren uh, and what she's created with Ad Color. Uh, I think it shows people uh, what a vision and commitment and passion can do. So uh, seeing how uh, large uh, Ad Color has grown its conference and seeing the type of people who attend and the type of awards that she gives out. Uh, I just have to say, first of all, kudos to Tiffany. She's done just an absolutely amazing job. Uh, to be recognized by uh, Ad Color is, is, is quite special. And, uh, you know, the two that I've received is, is ultimately just absolutely a, a amazing to me to be recognized by your peers and people in the industry that, you know, you believe have had so much influence and impact on your overall journey uh, uh, and your overall career. So I, I give Ad Color, the organization credit, and I give my peers and those who nominated me and thought that I had some type of impact on what they done and some type of contribution. So. It's, it's an amazing feeling. Absolutely. I love that you bring that up. And I mean, obviously, so much of both of those awards is a makeup of not only, um, I think, the, the impact that you made on business, but also the knowledge that you've been able to share with so many individuals, even me just in passing. Now, speaking of knowledge, I have to bring this up. Lewis is actually a two-time author. Um, I hate to be nosy, but I'm pretty sure behind you, you have dirty little secrets somewhere within your book collection. Um, can you? <laughs> you looking for I did. I did over there. It's over okay, there. Okay. 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 But um, you know, I'm sure that after this podcast, we're going to have so many other listeners really kind of wanting to learn more. I think about industry uh, best practices and even just overall mentorship. But when it comes to both of the books that you wrote. Can you uh, talk a little bit more um, about them um, and specifically Dirty Little Secrets, how you landed on that title and also what the book is about? Wow, sure. Well, I landed on uh, that title of Dirty Little Secrets because uh, I think the industry that we're in is a dirty little secret to most people because most people don't know about this industry all right most people of color i would say don't know about this industry so uh i, I think when you look at the last numbers i, I can think of i think it's like only three percent of uh the industry are people of color which is kind of kind of like crazy. It's just like really crazy when you think about that, and when you think about young people, it, 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 it actually is. I mean, I think you know this podcast. We've had one hundred and fifty-two black marketers, <laughs> so they we are here. <laughs> and, and 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 when you think about this industry, it's fundamentally grounded in New York. Chicago, LA, uh, the biggest markets in the country where black people live. Uh, why is that number so small? Uh, and I think number one, it, it has not been positioned to them as an opportunity. 
they don't get to see a lot of people who look like them uh, in this industry. And uh, as you and I know, it's a very lucrative industry where you not only can make a lot of money, but you can also have a lot of impact and influence. So I wanted people to sort of understand my journey to being one of the leaders in this industry and that it wasn't this special, unique type of journey. It was a journey that most people of color can, can relate to, whether it's you know growing up uh, poor uh, and working your way through the educational system, uh, whether it's being an athlete and that's kind of your sort of pass out of, you know, uh, poverty and, and getting into college and things like that, whether it's the mistakes that I made early in my career, uh, that you can make a mistake and still recover uh, and still get more than one or two opportunities. And, you know, how you have to look at things differently than maybe you thought. So I wanted to share all of that information to say, you may think I'm special, it's not that special. And that's the dirty little secret, that it's not that special. And that it's just not for one person, two people, it can be for everybody. Yeah. So the dirty little secret is that there are no dirty secrets. <laughs> none at all, none at all. Um, I appreciate that. And um, I mean, I think that your books and even everything else that you do is such a makeup of the legacy that you're, you know, that you're building. Um, you know, you talk about dirty little secrets, and I think the book of being able to have that physical resource for people to be able to actually read, but something that I think is not a dirty little secret is the Wavemakers Men's Summit. I mean, it is loud. It is amazing. I think it's groundbreaking um, just what you are doing there. Um, I would definitely love for you to talk about it so that our listeners at home can learn more about it. And also, too, um, you know, I love an exclusive here and there, right? Who doesn't? But if there's anything that you can share with us about 2024, um, that'll be awesome, too. Well, you know, the, the, the brand Waymaker, uh, I started as a, just an evolution of uh, the book. Uh, and when you think about Waymaker, what it is, it's someone who makes a way. Mm -hmm. And every successful person, black, white, green, yellow, has had a way maker. I don't yeah. care who you are. Every successful person on the planet has had a way maker. Some are as simple as your parents. Some are professors, school teachers. Some are coaches. Some are neighbors. Uh, someone who saw something in you. Absolutely. Saw potential. And they I tell you my favorite way my they favorite way maker is yeah Harriet Tubman. I think Harriet Tubman was the, the, the top tier <laughs> way maker. <laughs> Clearly Harriet Tubman was a way maker. All right. <laughs> and uh it's important for people to remember and realize who their waymakers were so that they can be motivated to be a way maker for someone else. 
So what we do at the Waymaker Men's Summit is to bring successful people. Some are very known, well-known, and some are not known. And let them share their journeys that people have found are much related to their own mm -hmm. and how a Waymaker was the key in making a difference. Uh, which says that everybody has the potential and the possibility to be successful. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. And you just have to have the journey, make the right decisions so that when a waymaker shows up, they can help you get to the next level. And that's what we try to do at the Waymaker Men's Summit. That is amazing. That's amazing. I think it's beautiful. I absolutely love what you're building. I mean, even if anyone was to go to I am Lewis Carr, it's going to be I am Waymaker because it takes you directly to Waymaker, which we love. We love a, we love a, a retargeting there. Um, but I think it's an amazing, outstanding um, platform. Is there any teaser that you can give us about 2024 or what's next for the summit? I, I will give you this teaser. It is coming uh -oh. back. It's coming back in September of 2024. Uh, we will be at the same location we were in 23, and it will be the last year that we will be doing this summit in Chicago. Oh, so wow. in 25, I'm not going to say what city, but we're going south. We're going okay. to south in 25. So, you know, it's the last year in the city of Chicago we're moving it to the southern part of the country in 2020. nice absolutely well congratulations thank you all so much for sharing that with us and i think that that is so important because even as we think about conferences such as ad color or even waymaker i think that they're great community building opportunities and also a lot of people really need time to plan so you all mark your calendars in september if you're listening I'll be there. I better see you there as well. I, I love the opportunity to get Harold's chicken, by the way. So if I could get to Chicago, that's amazing. Okay. Now, with over 40 plus years in the industry, 37 at BET, we could do the years in the years. I'm sure that you go on vacation. But if you were to happen to take vacation on Mars and you could only have the discography of three Black music artists that you can take the entire discography for, which three black music artists would you take to enjoy a solid vacation with nothing but music? Wow. Which three black music artists? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? You get the whole, I mean, you get the whole crate, you get you get features, singles, solos, but it, you get their entire discography. You only get three to listen to the entire time. Wow. So, uh, Scissor. Okay. Nice. Right. Uh, Luther Vandross. And I got one more. Uh, I would probably say, trying to think, who do I have on? on on repeat 
uh, right now in, in, in uh, my uh, library. I'm going to tell you in a second who okay. that third person will be. It's, it's somebody I got on repeat. Uh, and it's probably, hmm, I would say William Murphy. Wow. Okay. Okay. William Murphy. That one is a new one. Who? Tell us, tell us more. Wait, William Murphy is a gospel singer. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and, um. His hits are is something God. Uh, it's working, so uh, yeah. So I gotta have some gospel uh, with my modern day R and B and my yes. old R and B. Yeah, listen, hey, that is the way to do it. So you all heard it here first, and we'll take that. You know, I love music. I love bringing up music because it's a great way to work. Um, and speaking of working, we're always looking at new trends. We are here in 2024, and I one thing that I've always admired about you is not only how innovative you are, but I think you've always had your posts on culture and then also um, just the advancement of this industry. Are there any trends currently that you are focusing on day-to-day um, -to, -day to learn more about or implementing through business um, that you think that we should all keep our eye on in 2024? Yeah, I don't think we should just use social. I think we should understand social and digital. I, I think. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Wait a I'm minute. Sorry. Wait a minute. You I'm sorry. A, was that was that was that a dig? Was that a you dig? Pull, right. you, you, you pulling a Cat Williams on me now, Lou? I don't. I don't what have you got? To... I'm sorry. Energy. <laughs> no, but 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 seriously, I, I think we should understand uh, the importance and all of the elements of digital and social. You know, we all use it, we all participate in it, but we don't understand the business of it. Mm -hmm. And I think we should click down a few layers to really understand that. Uh, and, and that's just not that one particular industry, I think in a lot of industries. Yeah. I, I appreciate you um, bringing that up. And I think that that's going to be really important. You know, this show ranges for individuals that are junior creators to individuals that are in the C-suite. And I think that sometimes when you continue to grow C-suite executive, or even if you are on a board, you kind of disengage from wanting to get down to the nitty gritty. So you challenging the listeners to continue to educate themselves and actually learn it. I don't, they, they, they're going to be in your DMs, not me, not mine, Lewis, not mine. So everyone that comes on this show, they bring their own dose. I call the show a dose of caffeine, a dose of black joy and caffeine because, well, the guests that come on the show, you all are the joy and I'm the caffeine because I could be a little extra at times. If you had to give a dose of anything to our audience, what would you like to give our audience a dose of? Pictuitism. Now that's not a real word. Yo, we'll uh, take it. Listen, we'll take it. Sounds hey, good if, though. It sounds if Beyonce, good. If Beyonce could get booty bootylicious in the dictionary, we can get your word in the dictionary too, Lewis. So let, let me give you context to that. That that's uh, a word that 
Harold Washington, uh, one of the former mayors of Chicago, created, and it, he used this word stick to itism, meaning commitment through all of the obstacles, through all of the challenges. So uh, when you think about 2024 and our political climate and all of the other things that are happening that may make people say it's impossible, can't do it, can't be successful, can't push through it. I would say a dose of stick to itism. <laughs> I like that. Listen, stick to itism. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, we're going to take that and we're going to get in the dictionary next year because I am. <laughs> Now, I think, you know, speaking of that and you being a, a president and you just working with so many brands, I can only imagine the amount of CMOs that you've worked with. What would you say makes a great CMO? Someone who has both vision and flexibility to learn things. You know, a friend of mine said uh, that his boss told him, I've made my mind up. Don't confuse me with the facts. And I love that. Right. <laughs> Listen, okay. We'll take that. Yeah. And, and I think that's how a lot of CMOs can operate. You have to be a visionary, uh, number one, but you have to be willing to uh, grow and be flexible in order to learn some things. All right. Yeah. Because if you're not, then sometimes your vision may get a little cloudy and may get a little misconstrued because yeah. you're not able to learn some things. You're not able to learn new facts. I was having a conversation with someone last night at my house and they were talking about Gen Zers. And I said, the most important thing to learn about a Gen Zer, if you're trying to influence and work with them, is don't criticize, just meet them where they are. Because you got to meet them where they are to take them where you want to go. All right? So you can't show up and tell them all the things they've done wrong and all the things they've done bad. You got to show up and just meet them there and then try to give them some information, insight on where they should go. Absolutely. So speaking of that, I think that that's exactly what you've done for so many people. And before you do go, um, what is next for Mr. Lewis Carr? Great question. Uh, growth. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've got my hands in so many things right now that uh, the growth that I am trying to continue to expand is how I help people get to the next level. And if I can be successful at that, and I think I will, I think that that will continue to give me opportunities to do things that may not even be on my radar right now. So that's why I'm always excited to be engaged with young people and the things that they see as the future, because that also may be my future. So it's just growth. Yeah, I love that. Listen, we'll take that. Well, thank you so much. And not even thank you for coming on the podcast, but thank you for all that you have done 
Um, this requires hours, and I even want to be mindful of your time, even on this podcast. But I can't thank you enough for coming on. I cannot also thank our listeners for tuning in. Please make sure that you continue to tune in. This is the first episode as well as the series premiere episode for season eight of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine in partnership with Ad Color. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, stay safe, drink a ton of water, and remember that you deserve A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Until next time, I am a do.